Hey, podcast listeners, thanks for tuning in today. Our podcast, a little bit different today. I'm not going to talk to you as much about how to think and work and create. I'm talking to you about something that's really close to my heart as a parent, as a pastor, and it's our kids. And I recently had a discussion with some leaders around why are kids leaving the church and what can we do to fix it. I'm nowhere near a guru in this space, but I'm letting you listen in today to a conversation I had where I tackled some questions on these topics. Ryan, why do you think kids are leaving? Ryan, what can we do to address it? And so I hope that you're blessed. I hope that you benefit from this. You know, at the end of the day, there's really nothing more important than our kids and their faith journey. So thanks for tuning in. Thanks for your support of the podcast. Let's jump in. Hello, and welcome to the Ryan Frank Podcast, helping you think, work, and create like never before. What's causing young people to leave the church? My thinking is based on the fact that I'm a pastor myself, and I work with so many pastors and leaders and parents. I think a lot of it comes down to hypocrisy. Um, hypocrisy. I don't like that, but I think it's the reality that kids are growing up and they are looking at their parents, they're looking at their teachers, they're looking at pastors, they're looking at people in the congregation that are saying one thing and living another. And so as they grow up and as real life hits, they're like, man, they start, they start wising up a little bit to the fact that maybe, um, maybe this isn't as real. Maybe it's just a game. I also think there could be another thing. Actually, I think there could be several things contributing to this, but the first two things that come to my mind when you ask that question, Jane, one hypocrisy, do kids see too many hypocrites in the church? And by the way, as I even say that, I've got to look inside my heart and make sure that I am not being a hypocrite, that I am being real, that I am authentic, that I am not preaching something that I am not living, that I am not teaching something or telling something that I am not willing to live myself and am living. A second thing that comes to mind is I think kids could be a little disillusioned because they aren't connecting the dots between how the Bible applies to their daily life. And so we've got to make sure that as we teach kids the Bible stories, the Bible doctrines, the Bible principles, the Bible verses, that we are teaching the life application that goes with those and that we are teaching kids how the Bible impacts my Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, how these principles impact my relationships, how the Bible impacts Things like science and um, in the human psyche and parts of our everyday life. If there is a disconnect in the mind of a kid between what I've been taught and real life, it's going to create kids some disillusionment in the minds of kids. In other words, I never want kids to think that um, what they learn in school is factual and what the Bible says is just a bunch of make-believe fairy tale. I want them to know that what the Bible teaches is factual, and it impacts every day of my life. And it impacts the way I relate to people. It impacts the way that I spend my money. It impacts the way I view the world around me. It impacts the way I interpret history. It impacts 
my outlook on the future. So yes, Jane, I think there's some disillusionment. What's causing it? I don't know exactly, but my gut feeling a lot of it might come back to kids seeing adults not actually living their faith, being hypocrites, and not being sure how the Bible that they've been taught as a kid really applies and connects to their everyday life. What makes this topic so important? I don't think there's anything more important. When you think about the discipleship journey of a child, when you think about a child growing up to know, love, and serve Christ for life, it is hugely important that we have this conversation about kids uh, having a really a lifelong relationship with Jesus Christ, which is what it's all about, a lifelong relationship, not just going through the motions, not just playing a game, but really having that lifelong relationship. It's going to require mom and dad and the church working together. It's going to require kids understanding how, the, how God's word connects to their everyday life. It's going to require a church that is not being hypocritical. doesn't mean they're perfect, but you know they're doing their best to have a real walk with the Lord. And when they mess up, they own it and they talk about it and they celebrate their victories. There are a lot of kids that are growing up. They're champions for Christ. They're making a big difference. They're not disillusioned um, because there are some parents and some church leaders and, of course, the grace of the Lord and the Lord working in the hearts of these kids that they're growing up and they're doing great things for Christ. Praise the Lord. How can we, as leaders, start the conversation? First of all, as church leaders, recognize it and own it. Don't sweep it under the rug. Don't pretend, oh, the kids are fine. Church is fine. No, the reality is the research tells us that kids are leaving the church and they aren't just leaving after high school. They're actually leaving much earlier, like in their preteen years. Now they're still there. Um, They're warming the pews, but mentally they're already gone. Mentally, they're checking out. Mentally, a lot of these kids are, are planning their escape route out the door when they get the chance. So you've got to own it. You've got to recognize it, church leaders. Second, you've just got to partner with parents any feasible way possible. Okay, You've got to equip mom and dad. I mean, start with just some conversations. It can be conversations at Pizza Hut. Okay, It can be a small group Bible study. It can be a sermon series. I don't care how you do it, but start having some conversations where mom and dad recognize the fact that they need to gauge where their kids are. Mom and dad, at the end of the day, need to be led down a journey where they recognize that they are the primary spiritual leaders. It's not the church's job to be the primary. It's the church's job to support mom and dad, but it's the, it's the, it's the parents' job to own it. Okay, it's the so. How do I equip them and start having those? And we'll get into some more uh, nuts and bolts in a little bit. But I've got to, as a church leader, own it. Then I've got to think through. As I look at the families of my church, as I look at my community, my uh, my congregation, how can I start having these conversations? What can the church as a body do? Yeah, the good news is the church. You can make a difference. You can make a difference. And you need to make a difference. So recognize that. Church leaders, if you're a church leader, if you're a pastor, if you're a teacher, if you're a youth leader, a kids worker, listen, take 
this very seriously. This whole concept of church parent partnership. And it this is God, I believe this is God's intention. God's intention is not for the church to do it alone. The God's intention is not for mom and dad to do it alone. I talked to you uh, earlier about um, in another conversation about two gardens. Kids are going to grow up in two gardens. They need the church and they need the home. And when the church and family begin to work together and complement each other and support each other, that plays a huge significance in the discipleship journey of a child. Church leader, take it seriously. I'd start looking at your curriculum. Start looking at your curriculum. You want your curriculum to be Bible-based, yes. But how? what am I doing? How is my curriculum doing? Connecting what I'm teaching with uh, what the parents are doing through the week. Uh, now, I know take-homes go back, I think, to uh, Noah and the ark. But, you know, it could be a take-home. Or it could be an app. It could be a drive-time CD that the parents listen to on the way home. It could be a YouTube video that the parents watch with their kids through the week. But what am I doing to take my curriculum and make it a resource for mom and dad during the week? I think as a pastor, I think we've got to address hypocrisy within the church. Hey, everybody in the church, we got a bunch of little eyeballs looking at us. Let's make sure that we are genuinely living our faith. Um, and then what am I doing to resource mom and dad? It kind of goes into that curriculum uh, conversation I had a minute ago, but most parents understand that they want their kids to grow up loving the Lord and serving the Lord. Most Christian parents want to be good. I want to be a good mom. I want to be a good dad, but they don't always know what to do. And so what are tools I can put in their hands and find those tools and put them out there and pray that they'll use them. This episode of the Ryan Frank podcast has ended, but be sure to subscribe for more productivity and life hacks to help you stay on the leading edge. And if you like what you heard, please rate this podcast with five stars. Thanks so much and talk to you next time.